Hello there, ghosts and ghoulies. I'm here to talk to you about one of our lovely sponsors on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the Four Eye Radio Network to receive 10% off your order. <laughs> now enjoy the rest of the program. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I am Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And we took a week off, I think. Yes. Um, I believe so, yeah, because I think the 13th was whenever we had Geek Suite on, and then yes. last week really didn't do We much. did our 100th episode. Um, so, But yeah, yes, we are back. Uh, of course, you can find us on 4iRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, and now Google Play Music. And don't forget to check out our sponsors like Amazon.com, but you don't go to Amazon, you go to Sasquatch.net, click on that Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. And if you want to follow us on social media, we have the Facebook page, which is facebook.com backslash notanotherbhorrorcast. And we also have Instagram and Twitter at bhorrorcast as well, so if you want to go ahead and follow us on there. And then uh, also if you want to leave us messages, emails, all that kind of stuff, ghost stories, or just telling us that you hate our fucking guts, as Anna would put it, uh, go to notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail.com and drop up his line, and that wraps up everything, so we won't have to touch it at the end of the episode, but 20 bucks. But of course, as soon as I bet money, 20 bucks, Anna will still bring <laughs> it up. But most likely she won't bring it up, so I do foresee that, so I'm not going to pay her 20 bucks. Oh. Yeah. Well, in that case, that's just disappointing. Uh, in that case, I'll bring it up, so then you'll be... No. You'll be... Wishing that you had bid, bet Tony Box, but you did No. Um, no, just kidding. But yeah, we are back. That so, just um, Sorry, my uh, banter's way off right now. Very good. I'm trying to focus and calm down and... Get into the zone. Uh, get into the zone. It's been busy. Auto zone. No, we're, they're not affiliated with us. But anyways, <laughs> uh, we are back with a brand new episode. I uh, didn't see a movie. Haven't really watched anything to catch up on. Hopefully next week we might have a movie to talk about. Um, but of course, uh, I'm going to drop this right now before I forget because it's in my mind. Um, the geeks who eat, you know them, Sarah and Matthew Stubbs, uh, they are doing a contest uh, probably during the weekend. It starts today, Thursday, uh, June 28th, if you're listening to it on today. But they are doing a contest to win passes to go see the first Purge movie. So go ahead and check them out tomorrow, um, or as the date I gave you, but pretty much if you're listening to it, if you're listening to it, if this is your July episode or August episode, uh, you are too late, so apologies. Um, But yeah, we're back, so Anna, I'm going to let you take over. How are you? I'm good. I got to go to Vegas for the second time this weekend, so that was awesome. Um, You mean second time in your life or second time this weekend? 
second time in my life. Um, this weekend, I got to go to the Vegas for the second time ever for me. Um, so that was pretty cool. Got to see. You know, I've never actually seen a Vegas show. Now that I think about it, and I, I've never gambled in Vegas, which is like the two big things that you're supposed to do while you're in Vegas. I have, well, I've seen a show, like an actual Vegas show. I, I went there for a concert at one point, but I wouldn't count that as a Vegas show because yeah. it wasn't really uh, Vegas. It was just a Vegas venue. Um, and then, yes, I have, I did gamble on the Ghostbuster machine, and I think the uh, Batman. 66 machine Ooh. but that's pretty much all i did yeah the show i saw was uh chris angel oh nice yeah i did see a, a band play there um but it technically wasn't an actual like vegas <laughs> themed show so well you um, saw lincoln park right? yeah i saw lincoln park whenever they released um not Rowling minutes to midnight no skin. it wasn't mid minutes to midnight it's the one after that <laughs> Was it the one with the Transformer song on it? No, because it's... Uh, I don't know. It's Hybrid Theory, then it's Meteora, then it's Me- Minutes to Midnight, and then it's... <coughs> I look forward to the next album. The other though, one. So. Damn. What? Um, what? But I really liked their fourth album, but I'm blanking on the name of it right now, and it's going to drive me nuts until I can finally remember which I one it is. I think it was Transformers 5. Um no, because that was the one that uh, Minutes to Midnight is the one that had the Transformers song on it, and then that wasn't that one. Um, I know, because that was like the first Transformer movie when that came out. Um, what was I trying to remember? Yeah, the show I saw with was RAC. Uh, Matthew uh, was like, hey, I'm going to go see him. You want to come? I was like, yeah, I'll go. So we went to Vegas. Who's RAC? RAC. They do. I know, it's like one of Matthew's, like, favorite bands um but probably nothing radio play i would say probably the normal person would know of it but did you ever see that obama video where obama's dancing no oh then never mind <laughs> uh i can't help you there there's a song of theirs i could look it up but i'm yeah that's fine um so. anyways other than that yeah that was pretty much the highlight of my month so what about you how was your week it was okay, just busy, 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 went to Vegas, and that was about it. Nothing too exciting. Uh, I probably wish I would have put together more of a show for 101, but oh well. Well, I mean, I can always do my, uh, <coughs> excuse me, my creature feature if you want. Well, if you have it. Yeah, I have it. Oh, I just I don't know. I keep putting it off because things keep kind of like, basically shows keep spiraling out of control and we just never have time to do it. So. Wait, do I have a sound drop for creature features? Uh, maybe? Um, yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to do your creature feature, that'd be fantastic, because, I mean, we yeah, do have some it. show notes, but I didn't really do too much. Yeah, we can definitely do that then. Um, so, all right, then, without further ado, Anna, take over with uh, creature features. Oh, you want to do that before the news? Okay, we can do that. Uh, uh, or we can do the news. All right, we'll do the news. Okay, um, <laughs> news needs a sound drop as well, and that is... It's time for horror news. All right. Uh, news. Uh, wow. 
Uh, yeah, news. Um, <clears throat> what do I want to start with? Um, you can visit the Scream House. Woo! That's cool. Okay, that's great. Okay, so October's uh, Scream Comes Home event celebrates Wes Craven's film at the house where it was filmed. So you can actually go visit uh, the house I was in. I believe it was, I guess, Nev Campbell's character. His house, I guess. Oh, okay. His Scream House, unless it's like uh, the one where, uh, what's her face was in? Uh, Oh, no, it's somebody else's house. That's uh, the one where the girl gets stuck in the... <sighs> Shit. Wow, it's so funny to see the, the kitchen, like, everything. Like, you're like, okay, that's how it looks there. Kind of looks the same in the in that scene. Oh, like the girl that gets stuck in the garage? Yeah, and then you can see, like, how the kitchen looks and then how it looked back then in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Or, like, the house and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, I guess it's the house party where uh, the final, final showdown of Scream happens, if anyone's actually seen uh movie screen which is really funny because we were just talking earlier about how uh matthew lillard is in scream and then like i just saw a picture of like him in the movie i was like oh yeah yeah that was a that was a that was the 90s that was the 90s slasher film it really was uh kind of i wouldn't say i would say kind of restarted uh horror movies again uh i believe was the scream and i think it was 90 Oh shit! I want to say ninety-three, but I know that might be too early. I'm kind of leaning towards ninety-five. You are correct. It's ninety-five. It is ninety-five. I think, or maybe it's ninety-six. Hang on. I'm trying to think. Is it ninety-five, ninety-six? I'm trying to remember when I said. You know what? I'm going to go lean towards ninety-six because I think the second one came out in ninety-eight. Uh. Give me three seconds and I will find out. Oh, good. If I don't know this, then I will uh, retire from podcasting forever. So you said... I said the first one, I'm going to lean towards... 90s. I was going to say 96. Okay. 96 is correct. And then I was going to say the sequel is probably 98. Uh, Scream 2 came out in 97. Oh, it was a year later. Yes. Wow. I, okay, I'm going to give... The, well, I guess I'll retire from podcast forever. Goodbye. Anna, you got this. Well, it's the first time you've ever gotten a movie t- or movie year wrong that since I've known you pretty much. So I think you're allowed to get one wrong out of the thousands that you've guessed just randomly off the top of your head on every single podcast that you've done. <sighs> Anyways. Um. <sighs> Anna, I'm trying to... Show you what happens if I... what Okay, what if during a podcast I get shot in the face? We'd stop the podcast no, and take you to the hospital. the show goes on. You got shot in the you've face. I this, would pause the you've freaking been doing, podcast. You've been doing podcasts for 100 episodes now. 101 right now. Gotta be ready for anything. But I'm training you. I'm like Luke Skywalker. That's the worst training ever. <laughs> It's terrible. So, 24-hour marathon, the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs is coming to Shudder in July. Now, if a lot of people don't know who I'm talking about, in uh, it, there was uh, TNT's Monster Visions. began in the early 90s, but it was when Joe Bob Biggs took over and hosted the 1995 
uh, that show really became a beloved Saturday night staple for horror fans. Uh, Jim Bob was great because he would actually tell you if there was going to, how many beheadings, headings they were, uh, with certain movies like Jason movies. He told you how many tits you would see, but he says, because it was, of course it was on television, like basic cable. Um, he's like, this is all the stuff we're censoring out. Like basically, but he was like so real, but he would have like little skits, little factoids about the movies and stuff like that, because they also have TNT used to have monster vision and stuff like that. But Makes me really want to get this. So the programming event is available exclusively to Shutter members on July, oh Friday, July thirteenth, oh. beginning at nine p.m. Ooh yeah! So yeah, it's uh, great. I'm glad that he's coming back, and it looks like there's a trailer for it. I think. Let me see if this is it. No, this is a food commercial trailer. Uh, <laughs> never mind. I was all like, oh come on. But uh, some of the ones that are coming out is going to be Taurus Trap. Oh, God, Taurus Trap. Of course, Sleepaway Camp. I actually might subscribe to Shudder during this time just to watch some of these films so we can get some backstock of it. And the other one is, oh, fuck, Basket Case on July 14th. I've never even heard of that one. Oh, my God, Basket Case is great. It's this guy who carries around a basket with him all the time. And then you find out that he had this, like, conjoint twin, but the twin is like a mutant thing that he had removed and he keeps in a basket. It's just, it's such a bad puppet. Like, it's the worst fucking... Because it came out in, like, either early 80s, late 70s basket case. They did make a sequel, but, oh, my God, it's atrocious. Oddly enough... It's so bad, it's just... You have to watch it. It's All these are crap. Like, Taurus Trap is terrible. Oddly enough, though, uh, Basket Case does actually sound like it, it would be a really interesting and really creepy movie if you did it right. Yeah. Uh, but okay, I feel actually, like it's really hard to do it right. Yeah, I will. I will actually, I should just read the descriptions for anybody. So if you haven't seen any of these movies, I, I, I highly recommend If you're a huge horror fan or especially just like you love campy horror films, these three that I just read off are pretty fucking campy. Uh, Basket Case uh, is a tale of revenge with a uh, demented, twisted... Uh, a, Young man and his basket-bound, hideous, deformed twin brother seeking revenge on the doctors who separated them against their will. <laughs> uh, of course, you got Sleepaway Camp. Uh, Angela Baker, a traumatized and very shy young girl, is sent to a summer camp with her cousin. Shortly after her arrival, the campers and counselors meet their end in a series of grimsley murders. This bloody whodunit features a shocking ending that stands the test of time. Uh, basically, they were probably trying to cash in into the uh, Friday the 13th movies came out, and they were very big, and this is probably like the spinoff kind of, we need to cash in on this one, because I think they've had a shit ton of sweepaway camp. But the first one has the greatest fucking ending in any B-horror movie, where you're just like, I, you have, like, as much as you're watching this movie, going like, okay, yeah, it's terrible and everything like that. But that ending is such a, it's a Shamalama ding-dong twist before there were Shamalama ding-dong twists. Yeah, I think I remember hearing the twist. And then this one is great. Taurus Trap. Five friends are are hunted by a creepy killer after stopping to a visit a roadside museum in this slasher that counts Stephen King's as one of his biggest fans after car trouble. The Doom Group goes to visit an old attraction, an odd attraction filled with eerie uh, mannequins that seem to be alive. The Taurus Trap is an off-kilter thriller that will have you rethinking any stops you, you're you on next road trip. Actually, yeah, Taurus Trap seems to be like one, it's two movies combined into one. Taurus Trap sounds like The Hitcher. Uh, I think The Hitcher probably at least did it better, 
But this one is <laughs> this one is trying to be like House of Wax. Like I said, it seems like two different movies were filmed and then put together, oh. but not edited very well. Um, I, I I know there's another movie that did that. I'm trying to remember the name of this. Oh, fuck, I have to go back and rewatch some stuff to figure that out. Um, but yeah, these are some movies I need to find out. But yeah, I'm excited. I think that's great. But I actually might just fucking check it out. I'm all like, uh, yeah, Friday the 13th. I know it's a Friday and we usually do socially awkward, but uh, maybe I'll just take that <laughs> night off. So... Then, of course, we have uh, Child's Play, the series. I think we touched upon this about a couple of episodes back. I think earlier this year we talked about this, but it is coming soon, it looks like. Uh, after 30 years and seven films, the Child's Play film franchise is headed to the small screen with an official television series that exclusively told you in February. Franchise uh, arch- architects uh, Don Mancini. Menci and Mancini. David, Mancini and David Kushner. Uh, have been developing the series this year and over on Twitter today. They don't really read on everything on Twitter. So, yeah, so that's kind of cool that uh, we're using Child's Plays in the title. Uh, explains we... Very creepy. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Okay, is Chucky coming back? Is he being played by... Uh... Brad Dorif. Oh, okay. Sweet. So, same guy. I thought they might might minor. She's like, you know what, I'm done. I need to retire this character. We can give it to somebody else. Which they usually do, and then they fuck that person fucks it up, and they give it back to the original person. Like, you, we need you back. Well, how much money do you need? Yeah, we'll double that. Well, um, mostly, but I would say go for Godfrey. Yeah, <laughs> said Chucky. Well, mostly. I'm sorry, Jack. Chucky's back. I also play Niago. <laughs> Let's play hide the soul. Most, <laughs> most likely, Brad Dorif was just like, you know what? I really need the money. Um. Now, this is actually uh, very intriguing. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think he needs the money. Maybe he just likes doing the character, you know? Yeah, it could be. I mean, think about it. He just has to put on a facial thing and talk. Speaking of facial things, what the fuck is up with this dude's face on the new... The Witches conjures a new adaptation from Robert Zemeckis and Guillermo del Toro. Like, the very first picture is... Like, what the fuck? Okay, that's what I was going to talk about. Um, so, <clears throat> Robert Zemecka, director Robert Zemecka, known for such films as classics as Back to the Future, Forrest Gump, Death Becomes Her, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and of course, Gilmore del Toro, who's a huge horror person. Now, this is actually very intriguing to me, because uh, as much as everyone hates reboots, remakes, reshoots, and all that kind of bullshit and stuff like that, uh, Witches, uh, The Witches, is a fucking great film and i saw it when i was little i haven't actually gone back and watched it again which i actually probably should um basically because of the practical effects in this and just the craziness of it now what it reminded me of was this one yes do a remake this would be phenomenal as a remake and of course when you have these two people behind it uh gilmore del toro is very known for trying not to use cgi when he doesn't have to uh, so their makeup work on this would be phenomenal. Now, the concept of this, apparently they go to this, this I'm trying to remember this verbatim mm. a little bit. So we'll see how much I actually remember and all this kind of stuff. Um, basically, this kid goes to live with his grandma, and she, I believe, works at a hotel. Now, in this hotel, I believe, or I believe it's a hotel. It's either a hotel or apartment. We're going to go with hotel because there's a conference kind of room thing, like a ballroom kind of thing, where these women give pretty much like a self-promotional speech thing. 
and basically reveal that I'm a witch. And they started having all these other women either are witches or becoming witches. Basically, it was like kind of like a, like a Comic-Con for witches is the best way I can describe it. So the child accidentally discovers it, and they turn her into a mouse. So they have a little mouse like running around and stuff, and he talks and stuff. I think there's, I think it's claymation with him and stuff. And then you basically, like the kid and grandma, pretty much team up, come up with an idea to destroy the witches and basically have him come back or whatnot. But uh, it's like all this crazy, like, like it just special effects wise and just how the movie was. And basically, I think this was geared towards like kids. This was like a PG movie. Huh. Uh, kind of thing, but like you see that makeup come up, and that's like the so the one woman. If you scroll down, you see her. She takes off that face and then becomes this like that's how she the real witches like look like their power, they're bald, they're hideous and stuff like that. So it's it's a very interesting scene. So these two teaming up to do that kind of a remake. Uh, I could only expect great things, um, but that's just me. Um, hopefully, it's not one of those things where. You have too many cooks in the kitchen, yeah, and it burns it. But I don't think it's like the no, nothing against the two gentlemen, but uh, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas when they get into a room together, it's just a snowball effect where nothing's a bad idea and just keeps going. But uh, yeah, so I'm kind of I'm kind of interested with that. I think I'm I'm okay with that. I know a lot of people might be like, oh no, my childhood, but I'm all like, dude, when was the last time I popped in witches? I don't even own witches. So it's like, when, when was the last time I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, it, I, I remember it from time to time. Like, maybe during Halloween where I'm like, I'm thinking about stuff. I'm like, oh, what was that movie with the fucking mice and... And the witches. And the witches. And then people are like, it's the witches, bro. And I'm all like, no, nah, man. I think That's it's like... Not it, bro. I think it's like Harry Potter. <laughs> so I will say the one chick who's like the, way, the main witch mm-hmm. lady, she looks kind of like, uh, what's her name... From the Adams family, like Morticia. the mom, yeah. Like, Come on, Morticia. But seriously, though. No, I know. I was just surprised that you didn't know her name. No, because I never watched the Adams family. Do you know any other names? I know Wednesday. Okay, so you know Wednesday. Okay, what about the hand? <laughs> Thing. Oh, okay. The hairy monster. No idea. That is cousin. Oh wait, no, who is that cousin? Oh, I might not even know that one. <laughs> Fuck, cousin. No, there's it. No, there's thing. Oh yeah, it's cousin it. It is cousin it. Cousin mm-hmm. it. Uh, their butler. No idea. We talked about somebody who is named after this butler. Uh, Owen. You ring, ring, lurch. Um, oh. <laughs> Frankenstein monsters lurch. Then you have Gomez, the father. Uh, you have Uncle Fester. Okay. Uh, I believe you have Wednesday is the girl. The daughter. And then you have Pugsley is the brother. Oh. Uh, Then I believe it's, ooh, I think it's Granny. I think, yeah, I think it's just Granny for the grandma. And then uh, Morticia. Yeah. And that's basically it. Anybody else outside the family, I don't fucking know. (laughs) Yeah, I barely, yeah. I only know Wednesday and first, I don't know why I remember Wednesday, probably just because it's a day of the week. And the Morticia, you'd think I'd be able to remember, but apparently not. But yeah, everything else, I'm just kind of... All good. Falls out of my brain. The creepy and the spooky. You know, they actually made a Uncle Fester game where for the... Yeah, no joke. Going down a rabbit hole. Okay. It was actually called Fester's Quest. In fact, as much as that game was shit, I wish I had a copy of it. Because I would just fucking center myself and just fucking play the 
fuck out of it. Of course, I wouldn't get anywhere. Yeah. I know I would die because it's extremely fucking hard, but it's Uncle Fester from the Adams Family. This is no joke, kids. Like, I know a lot of you people are probably my age that listen to this or a little bit older, and hopefully you know what exactly what I'm talking about. But if you have any young, new listeners have no idea what I'm talking about, do yourself a favor. Go into YouTube and check out this game called Fester's Quest. No joke. This is, this is the storyline. Uncle Fester from the Adams Family didn't get a spinoff series, TV show-wise. Maybe had a hit in the comics at some point. Who would have thought they are like, fuck, Uncle That's... Fester needs a video game. Yeah. Give him a fucking video game. Okay, you, you, you basically are chilling outside of the mansion, and then you have fucking a spaceship lands. Okay. It's Uncle Fester battling fucking aliens. No joke. No, uh, I don't even think a fan uh, fiction would have ever put those two things together. Ow. Fucking ow. What I will say the, this. I will say why? this. I will say this. The soundtrack, like the, the music in, awesome. in that game. Oh, it's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. But yeah, wrap your fucking hand around that. I'm actually going to show I you. Can't. No, it, I'm going to show you hurts. some of these. I'm going to show you some of these videos after after the show's done and some of that. But anybody, you want to you want to have a mind fuck? Seriously, you want to have a mind fuck? Okay. Think of Uncle Fester, Crazy Uncle, Adam's Family, and stuff like that. And Nintendo was like, yeah, let's make a game. Well, it wasn't by Nintendo. It was another company, but it was only on Nintendo. But fuck. That, I would love to see that remake come out. I would love to see a fucking remake of Fester's fucking quest. Yes. That'd be a nuts. It's not even a mind fuck. It's literally just like an aneurysm. Like, what the? Why? No joke. No joke. First thing I type in is Fester, and it comes up Fester's quest. <laughs> I think it might be wow. more powerful than I think, though. I'm going to do Fester's Quest uh, Music. <clears throat> okay, so this is like the opening to okay. the game. It sounds like a terrible Christmas song. Sunsoft is the one who did this game. Seriously, it sounds like a freaking Christmas song. That would play on, like, the music with the flashing lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, get to the fucking... Oh, was it this? Sunsoft? Oh, here we go. Okay, yeah. <laughs> It's like they just, like, designed an entire video game around the music. Oh, shit. This is actually really good. <laughs> I gotta make up for the last week when I ate Toxic Crusader shit. <laughs> Drop the beat! not half bad. I will say this. Suns- Sunsoft was in, in the Nintendo era. I don't even think they're around anymore. They fucking knew how to do music. No joke. 
the Batman game, that music is fucking phenomenal. Really? Oh my god, it's like one of the best soundtracks. <laughs> 8-bit style. But yeah, it's like... But yeah, but you're listening to this. Like, if, if you just drop this somewhere, people would be like, oh, this has to be like a Contra game or something. Yeah. And they're like, no, this is Adam's family. You're like, wait, what? Yeah, and what I love about the... It's like Fester's Quest. It has a picture of Uncle Fester mm. with like a spider coming down. And you can see the mansion in the background, lightning and stuff. No indication... That it's a fucking alien game. Yeah, you're fighting aliens with Uncle fucking Fester. What the fuck? <laughs> Not kidding. Check it out. I'm going to show you some gameplay, and you're going to be like, what the... Because, like, it, I could see, like, you could probably, like, I think I could see, like, what you're thinking in your head. You're like, okay, a video game, 8-bit, okay. In your head, you have this idea, and then when I show you the fucking video, you're going to be like, oh, I did not see this at all. Like, it's one of those. I feel like the episode name should just be called Uncle Fucking Fester. See, the funny part about this is I think I was introduced to this game before I even knew what the Addams Family was. Oh, really? So I'm sitting there going like, okay, so then when, like, Addams Family movie came out, I was like, oh, shit, Fester's going to be <laughs> fucking up some aliens. This is going to be eight. And I'm, it was, like, it was good. I liked it. It was good. I would like it. But I'm walking out and I'm, I can just remember my dad going like, what, what's wrong? You didn't like the movie? I was like, he didn't fight aliens. But it's like, what? I'm like, Fester's Quest. That was my only reference. You know? He's like, God, you're a weirdo. He was just like, God, you're dumb. But without further ado, <laughs> we're done with Steve's weird random. Uh, I do know some people at work will either love that music and just be like, "Oh yeah, I can get Dan Hall this," and other people be like, <sighs> "Skip." But uh, Anna, do you want to do a creature feature? Because I'm pretty sure a lot of people are like, "Don't let Steve go down any more rabbit holes." Yeah, we'll do this one because it's three months old. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, it's time for Anna's creature feature. It is time for Creature Feature. <laughs> All right, Anna, what do you got for us? All right, so um, I titled this Fairies and Fae. Um, how are you calling Fae? I have a thought. Sorry. Um, it's basically just a couple. A lot of them is just like random stuff that you probably most likely know um creatures like you basically know like the general backgrounds of it but a couple of them are just kind of like a either a relative or just kind of like a little bit more background on it so um do you so i'm gonna ask you a question steve Mm -hmm. uh do you know what a banshee is um i is that irish lore or scottish lore it's celtic so essentially irish okay Uh, I think so. I believe it's a a female spirit uh, that's always howling. Uh, That's pretty much my definition of the whole thing. Or, or, for more nerd people, uh, the X-Men character. Oh, yeah. Um, Essentially, where it came from, it started out in Ireland. It's also, she's also, uh, has other names and has been seen and heard in Scotland and England. Um... Her na- other names include Washer at the Ford and Washer of the Shrouds. Um, it's spelled Bean City, but it's pronounced Banshee, which is oh. odd. Bean City, here they come. <laughs> Get your beans um, at Bean City. It says that she has been heard and more rarely seen immediately before a death in one of the first Irish noble families. 
It is said that there is more than one banshee, and each of these ghostly fairies seem to be attached to certain Irish noble families. Whenever she's been seen, her appearance gives off a haunting glow and looks as though she was pulled out of a mossy grave. Some claim she resembles an old hag with long, stringy hair, where others say she's the ghost of a beautiful noble woman who died during childbirth. However she looks, she is best known for her mourning wail. So essentially, um, if you hear the sound of a banshee wailing, it means that someone in the noble family is going to die. Or if you hear it, either it means that you're going to die or someone in your family is going to die soon. Oh, I was like, well, if it's just royal people, I have nothing to worry about. But it's like, it originally, I think it, the myth originally, or the legend originally started out as people in, like, the Irish noble family, like, the noble families. Um, but, it, which is kind of interesting to know that it's sort of a, just, like, to know that that's the origin and to kind of know, like, the wailing woman and, like, the banshee of our lord now is just completely different of like from its origins like back then it was like this woman is wailing and if you hear her wailing then it indicates that someone close or like someone in your family is going to die now it's like you're gonna get killed by a fucking screaming woman who's just going to attack you out of fucking nowhere uh what sorry i'm just going to that fucking video game i think with the banshee woman ah it's a like a or like maybe I'm thinking like the the witch who's like it's like in the corner and like once you hear like the crying start like you just oh have to run from away. okay now you're, okay you're jumping off topics okay you're talking about uh, Left for Dead which is zombies yes and yes there's a creature called the witch and if you fucking disturb her then she goes off some of that uh, no banshees um, I did not know that was the lore actually I did had no idea what the lore was I didn't know it was anything indicating death of royal family I think my introduction to a banshee uh, supernatural wise. And not the show Supernatural, because I don't know if they've done Banshees, and they mm-hmm. have. I apologize. I'm not that caught up, so don't shame me. All you people are like, oh, my God. It's like, fucking Supernatural. Oh, my God. Fucker. Um, <laughs> uh, Frankenbass did, like, an Irish leprechaun tale at one point, and I think the Banshee was, like, the enemy in that thing, and I always saw her as, like, kind of like this ghostly figure and stuff like that. But learning a little bit of the lore of now, it's kind of like a, it's almost like a warning. Yeah, uh, exactly. So Wailing Woman, I'm, I'm not sure if the Wailing Woman would be the thing to kill you, because it always sounds weird where it's like, it's a it's, it's like the crow where the crow's a warning. It's like a death omen, yeah. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I, I did not know. I had no idea about, I've always heard about a banshee, but never actually tried to like research or whatnot so that's interesting yeah i think now like more of the legends now was like closer to the whole like the banshee itself is what kills you but originally it was just a it was just a death omen um but interesting that you would bring up leprechauns because hi diddly quick description of a leprechaun well can you can you spare a few bucks because i'm a little short (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Anyways, no, where we come from? I know I came from a cereal box. Um, so actually, this is not necessarily the leprechaun. This is a relative of it. The leprechaun are considered for some of the little folk. Uh, they usually dress in they green. They consider hobbits. Um, a close relative of the well-known leprechaun is the chloricon. So chloricon? C-L-U-R-I-C-H-A-U-N. Okay, so this, instead of this, lepra, it's cluri. This is like literally like 
there was Mortimer Mouse, who was a rat, and it was like his uh, Walt it, Disney's wife was like, no, fuck that thing. Make something <laughs> cuter. And then he makes Mickey Mouse. And I was like, oh, yeah. That was like, oh, here's my first creation. They're like, fuck it. Throw it out. And then you're like, oh, what about a leprechaun? Oh, that's adorable. We could fucking sell a bunch of that shit. But none of this fucking Clark and fucking whatever the fuck it's called. And then it just became bitter and hateful. And now it's a demon. Actually, you'll probably like the Chloricon better. Oh, I guarantee I will. uh, It says, are you in need of a fairy to guard your wine cellar or vineyard? The Chloricon may be the right fairy to employ. For hundreds of years, the Chloricon has been said to guard wine cellars of those in Ireland who are fair and hospitable to others. He looks quite similar to his cousin, the Leprechaun, but is usually seen wearing red instead of green and is almost always inebriated. Oh, I'm fu- I was. We were all going to wear. We were all going to wear green, but it turns out us fucking Chloricons. And the best part we're, of... We're fucking colorblind! <laughs> Holy fuck! And the best part of it is uh, those who have had the comical pleasure of having a Chloricon guard the cellar say that he can be heard singing old Irish tales and fables, but take heed. If this fairy finds out that you've been unfair or unkind to a passerby, because you know normally like they get all nasty on you, yeah, he will wreak havoc upon your wine stock and leave your cellar to never return. He's just like, I'm gonna fuck up your alcohol, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> This guy's seeing a fucking cunt. You know, I just love the fact that, like, normally it's like, oh, I'm going to, like, steal your child or I'm going to do something really horrible. They're just like, no, nah, I'm just going to screw up your alcohol, which I guess in Ireland is a pretty bad thing. But um, <laughs> that actually might be kind of on par with, like, fucking up your crops over there. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> Although, like, we're going to fuck up potatoes, but the fucking potatoes... All you can do is make vodka. I kind of went Scottish there, sorry. Haven't they suffered enough? It's probably like the worst Irish accent right now, but it's okay because I'm Irish, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't (laughs) offend anybody. Oh, wait, that's right. Anyways. Anyways. uh, Um, So the next thing on the agenda is I'm going to take a shot in the dark and probably mispronounce this. Dishenka? Dinshenka? Dinshenka. It's D-I-N-N-S-H-E-N-C-H-A. Dinshengu. Or, oh, I'm sorry, I think the pronunciation is Dinshinka. 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 Dashinka. Hello there. This fairy has appeared oh, in hey. a... <laughs> I'm the Dinshinka, eh? I <laughs> figure Canadian. It, it should be Canadian, eh? You Canadian-Irish. Know? No, we're not going... Can-Irish. We're not going down that route, I'll tell you. Anyways, get on with my description, eh, you know? This fairy has appeared in a dwarfish size, and we're told to have the ability of shape-shifting into any form in order to avenge battered or harmed women. That actually would be kind of interesting. Uh, these fairies are almost helper bees, if you will, for the ancient cattle goddess Ein. Ein was a woman who was raped by a Canucks king in ancient times and deified to bestow guardianship over wrong women throughout Ireland. Some say they can still hear or still see her in her earliest form, roaming the fields with the cattle, waiting to pierce the heart of any Irish woman's tormentor. Damn. So that one took a bit of a dark turn there. So, but again, like this thing will like hunt you down and like pierce you through the heart with horns. And then the Chloricon is just like, I'm fucking up your wine store. I'm just going to take a year and you have to go on a fucking quest to kill a bitch. 
Ugh. There's also And then you have yes the leprechauns. Everyone likes us with our It's a Morticon. Uh. <laughs> uh there's also the Ballybog. Ballybog. I just like the word Ballybog. Ballybog. Um the Ballybog have been told throughout the years in Ireland to be the fairy protect- protectors of the gloomy peat bogs, which is how they make whiskey. Um, the fairy race of the Ballybogs are usually covered in globs of mud and they possess ugly round bodies. Uh, Wow. They don't even mince words. Just ugly round. Like you're fucking hideous. Um, the Ballybog is not the prettiest fairy to meet in passing, but he serves his life purpose for a noble cause. It guards the ancient peat bogs of Ireland. It has been speculated that some of the mummified bodies found in Ireland's peat bogs were placed there as human sacrifices to appease the Ballybog fairies of ancient times. What the fuck? I can fucking get up. That's... I don't know why you had to call me ugly and brown, though. That was mean. Right? Uh, Another type of uh, Irish fae is the dryad. Um, which some of the Irish folks still say that if you sit in the quiet green forest at midnight until just before dawn, you may catch a quick glimpse of a fairy known as a dryad. A dryad is a tree spirit usually found in the highest boughs of the Irish trees, although the dryads were thought to inhabit all of trees in in all of the Celtic countries at one point inherited their knowledge of the other world from the dryad fairies that lived in the 13 sacred Celtic trees, or Celtic trees, sorry, although willow trees are the most common place to spot a dryad. Um, There's actually, uh, and then going into a bit of like how the origin of the fairies, how people think that it took place, uh, there's folkloric and then there's mythographic. So folkloric, assume the fairies are real and try to explain how they came to be, whereas mythographic theories assume fairies are not real, and try to explain how and why people invented them. So the mythographic divides into three groups. Uh, the fairies are an older race of people driven into hiding by invading newcomers. Uh, they continue to survive in part by stealing tools, food, animals, even women and children from the invaders, attacking solitary travelers who wander into their territory, or hunting isolated farms where they do work in exchange for food. In time, the invaders come to think of these people as having supernatural powers and develop traditions about them to protect themselves and stay out of their way. Uh, another group describes it as uh, great kings and heroes entered fairyland when they died to establish new Greek kingdoms under the hills and mounds. Also, the Irish generally believe that fairies were the dead and that fairyland was the afterlife. Even after their conversion to Christianity, the Irish continued to believe that most people when they died waited for the last judgment inside one or another fairy mound. Still, another group of theories assumes that fairies are dwindled gods who, through many generations of people retelling their myths, go from being deities to nature spirits, especially after the coming of Christianity. So basically, the general consensus is either it was a people group that was kind of driven into hiding, or uh, it was kind of their... Their legends and their myths that kind of took, got stepped down from being gods to just being spirits. So it was basically like, ah, I'm dying. Oh, I'm going to see my Lord and Savior. Jesus is like, hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, fuck you. I never believed in you. I believe in fairies. (laughs) 
That's pro- that's the uh, the version of like basically explaining like how the idea of it came to be. Um, if you want to go off of like how the uh, people actually view the fairies whenever like in Celtic legend and such, um, the fir- there's a couple different explanations. One of them is uh, fallen angels who did not follow Satan into hell but chose to reside on Earth. Uh, the second theory explains them as the dead who are not good enough to get into heaven, but are too good for hell and instead reside in a limbo world where they recreate their former lives. <clears throat> and the third explanation explains fairies as children of Eve whom she hid from God because they were dirty. As punishment, God cursed her saying that the children she tried to hide from him would remain hidden from her and subsequently all mankind. Huh. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much, uh, that was kind of like an abbreviated version of what I learned about, about like fairy and fae folklore. So I thought that was kind of interesting, especially with like the Banshee again, like the kind of the. So basically the Banshee is like, I would say it was like death. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. It's the, it's the Grim Reaper essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and then, uh. Yeah, I need to. I kind of want to do a little bit more research and see like which specific um, well, they were the ones that were considered to just like steal the children, or like because they would oh like I know there's like a ton of like Irish legends about like kids being stolen, and like there's also like the changelings that would replace the human children. So I kind of want to look into that more. And I can if people are interested in it. So. I would just do it because it took you three months to get this one out. So I think you're good. <laughs> I think you have the time, the effort. It, whether or not people are going to be like, yeah, do it or not, I just just do it. That's true. So, but yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. You know where to find us. And if you don't, just restart the episode. It's right at the beginning. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. And uh Thanks, Toby, for fucking shit up. Oh, yeah, now you leave, you little shit. Uh, anyways, brought to you by fucking shit cat studios. Um, uh, yeah, stupid gonna wrap kitty. Up. Yeah, stupid kitty. Um, that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast, and uh, I guess until next time. Carpe noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Why does no one love me? Zap.